Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's just say the first two weeks of the year have not treated me well. We were 0-4-1 in week one and we made significant improvement in week two. Still was not good enough. We went two and three in week two. So right now, I'm in the cellar. It's an ugly seller, Mike Fliegelman, at 2-7-1. and one. You are 4-5-1, and one, still in first place, and the maestro bounced back. He is 4-6. and six. So, listen, Fleeks, the good news is I ended week two on a high note, and I'm hoping, my friend, that I can parlay that into some success now going into this week. If Harris and I can step up like we did last week, then you can too. That is the hope, my friend. How I feel like I'm going to be doing this now each and every week. How do you feel about this court of games? It's a very interesting slate of games. Yeah, I feel good about a, f- a few games, probably more than last week. And then I feel really good about two or three, which I had in week one, did not have as much last week. Before I throw to the picks, are you aware of this stat? NFL teams that start 0-2 against the spread performing in week three? No, I have no. I know the 0-2 making the playoff stat, but not against the spread. So listen to this, Fleeks. Teams that are 0-2 against the spread performing in Week 3 over the last four years, what do you think their percentage is against the number? I will say it's lower than the playoff percentage, so I'll say it's 10%. Way off. Teams that start 0-2 against the spread in Week 3, not to make the playoffs, so I want to make sure you got the terminology down. To cover in Week 3, though, Fleeks, they are 22-7 and seven against the number over the last four years at a 76% clip. You know, my that's first crazy. thought would be that's shocking, but I guess a lot of that could be overreaction to weeks one and two, and then the market kind of correcting itself. You know, we say the law of averages, things kind of falling back to where you would have expected them to be before week one. All right, so I gave it to you at 75% over the last four years. What do you think the percentage is over the last 10 years? Over the last 10, I would say it's a little bit less than that. You're a smart man. 63%. It goes from 75.9 over the last four to 62.7 over the last 10. So, you'll have to see if either Fleegs, Mr. Maestro, or myself threw one of those 0-2 against the number type teams in. So, Fleegs, without further ado, I am due. No pun intended for a winning week. Let's get it. The week three. JJ After Dark on Locks of the Week. And here we go. I want winners. I want people that want to win. 
There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. What? Win. Win. What are we waiting for? Take this! Let's get it. Two seven and one on the year is ugly, ugly stuff. But there's no way to go but a hub. Or so we help. Game one. I always look for teams coming off emotional primetime games, especially after emotional Monday night games because it's a shorter week. I had circled the Raiders and the Patriots for that exact reason. And I understand the Raiders can move it. Josh Jacobs can make plays. They have playmakers. This is a brutal spot for the Raiders. They got to fly cross-country as a 2-0 team and go take on the New England Patriots. The Patriots, mind you, coming off of a loss to the Seattle Seahawks. This is a brutal spot for the Raiders. This game would show me so much if the Raiders go and play competitively or dare I say the Raiders go and win. I can't see it. I think you get angry, Cam Newton. I do not like the injuries on the offensive line for the Raiders. I think this is a win and cover margin for New England. Love the Pats. I'm laying five and a half. I think they win this game by more than a touchdown. Give me New England in game number one. Game two. I'm going with one of those 0-2 teams against the spread. Because to me, this line is simply way too low. I got the Houston Texans plus four against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mind you, despite my issues with Bill O'Brien, despite my issues with the Texans offseason, they are coming off of games in which they played the two best teams in the league, in my opinion. Kansas City and Baltimore. And I didn't like what I saw out of Steelers in the second half against Denver. That's going to be a tight game. I think that's going to be a field goal type game. And I think a running, scrambling quarterback could give the Steeler defense and its pass rush some trouble. I think that is tight. I think it's down to the wire. I like the reverse line movement. Opened at six, down to four. I'll take the Texans. Desperate Texans in game number two. Game number three. Speaking of desperation, I'm taking a team that, quite frankly... I never really take. And I never really trust. But they are favored as an 0-2 team against the 2-0 team. I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons laying the three against the Chicago Bears. Now, some would say Atlanta would be totally defeated by what transpired against the Dallas Cowboys. It's the NFL. You don't want to draw and read too much into one individual game week by week the overreaction is going to be Chicago one way Atlanta another way I think Atlanta is going to win this game I think Atlanta will win this game in a margin 7-10 I'd be nervous if this game is tight though not going to lie to you folks if this is a tight game fourth quarter even though I'm fading Mitch Trubisky doesn't matter I'm nervous because the Falcons find ways to lose I don't think they'll find a way to lose on Sunday. I think they get their first win. Okay, game four. I'm giving you two of the more key games this week because, hey, sometimes you've got to be primetime. I always think I'm in primetime no matter what time I'm on, so I might as well be with the picks. 
I'm giving you another underdog. I'm giving you another team that is 0-2 against the number this year. I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys plus 5 against the Seattle Seahawks. And I get it. Dallas' defense is not particularly good. And Dallas easily should be 0-2 on the year. But guess what? Historically speaking, they go to Seattle and play well. They beat them in the playoffs two years ago. They've won in that building in the past. Now they play in that building. It's not as noisy. It's not as loud. And I'm getting five points with an offense that can move the football at will. There are going to be a ton of points in that game. The over-under is at 56 and a half. I think Dallas and Seattle are playing to track me. I think it's one of those last team with the ball wins type of deals. Could I see Russell Wilson pulling it out? Of course. But I'm getting five points. I'm taking the Cowboys. Final game. The marquee game of the week. Of course we're picking it. Kansas City, a three and a half point dog against the Baltimore Ravens. This is a game a lot of people thought we were going to see in the AFC title game. And we know what happened there. I think the Ravens have had this one circled on their calendar for a while. They lost to the Chiefs last year. I think they will be able to run it on Kansas City. And I think what we saw last week from the Chargers is a blueprint of what teams are going to look to do to Mahomes. I think the Ravens are going to get after Mahomes this week. I think there will be points. I think it will be up and down the field. But I think ball control and pass rush is why I like Baltimore in this spot. And I also like the line movement. Yet 64% of the tickets coming in on Kansas City. The line has moved up a point, full point, in a Monday night game. Wouldn't be surprised if this went down at three come kickoff. But I got to play it at three and a half. That's fine. I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens and the MVP and John Harbaugh in their home stadium to get the three and on the air. So I'm rolling with the Ravens. I'm rolling with the Cowboys. I'm rolling with the Falcons. I'm rolling with the... Houston Texans and the New England Patriots. Fleegs, before you get going, let's give the Mr. Maestro picks. And Harris is coming off a winning week. He's rolling with me with Atlanta. He's got the Bengals plus five. He's got Arizona laying five and a half. He's rolling with the Pack plus the three. And then heads up with the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm rolling with Harris in one game. I'm going against Harris in another game. Fleegs, the floor is yours. Take it away. All right, well, game number one, I'm just going to get this one out of the way. I know it's a big number. I don't care. I am laying the points with the Colts, the 11 and a half. This could be a lot more. I think I would still do it. The Jets do not resemble an NFL team, a competitive team in any way, shape, or form. And if you go watch the tape from their game against the Niners, it's actually worse than what you could have seen or thought you saw live. I mean, there is a play where Adam Gase has five wide receivers. Four of them run out routes. One guy runs a go route. That's like what a teenager does in Madden to isolate the receiver with a 99 speed. That barely works in a video game, and it doesn't work in real life. This coach is just so beyond lost right now, and he's actually getting worse. And we know the weapon, the injuries, Crowder, Perriman. Nobody is playing for the Jets. Good luck if you're Sam Darnold. I think if you're him right now, you just hope that you don't break your back in this game against the Colts. I think Indianapolis is going to smoke the Jets. Game number two. This is one of those, now that you uh, pointed me out to it, I'm going against a team that is 0-2 against the numbers so far, but I don't care. There's nothing that I have seen from the Cleveland Browns this year 
ever at any point in their history for them to warrant being a touchdown favorite against any team in any building. Even though Washington looked a lot worse against Arizona last year, I'm going to take Ron Rivera and the football team to keep this close. I'm going to take the seven points with Washington. Well, and Fleegs, not only seven, you're getting a hook here, too. You're getting seven and a half, even better. Oh, that's even better. I wrote these down yesterday. So, yeah, I'll take the hook there, seven and a half. Game number three, I'm going against you. I know the line movement. I'm still going to take the Steelers. Yeah, they didn't look great in the second half, especially against Denver last week. I still love that football team. I think they're one of the best teams in the league. I was on them before the season, and I'm going to keep riding them. And Deshaun Watson, to me, just doesn't look like the same player exactly without DeAndre Hopkins. That offense is missing its best player other than Watson. You don't love the receivers. I don't love the running game. And even against this defense, you mentioned the pass rush. Maybe Watson's the kind of guy who beats it. I still think the Steelers will do enough offensively to win this game by more than the four points. So I'm going to take them. Game number four, another touchdown favorite, six and a half. I'm going to go with the Chargers against the Panthers. I loved what I saw from Herbert last week for the most part, except for the interception at the end of the game. This is more of an anti-Panthers pick. As much as I like Matt Rule and Teddy Bridgewater, I don't know how the Panthers can score with any team, especially a team like the Chargers. We know they can run the ball. And if Herbert looks like any did last week against the Chiefs, they can throw the ball too. I don't know how the Panthers keep up with anybody without Christian McCaffrey. He is their identity on offense. Even if they weren't in their third game with a new quarterback and a new coach, that offense runs through Christian McCaffrey. He touches the ball, I mean, almost every play it seems like for them. So I don't know how they can figure it out. And if they do, I don't think it'll be the first game without McCaffrey that they figure out what they're doing on offense. So I'm going to take the Chargers minus the six and a half. And game number five, I'm with Harris. I'm with you. I like the Falcons minus the three and a half against the Bears. I still don't really buy the Bears and Mitchell Trubisky. Last week, they looked okay against the Giants. Not great, especially offensively in the second half. And week number one, they still could have, should have lost that game. I just, I don't know if there's anything that could ever happen to make me believe in Mitchell Trubisky and that Bears team enough. And if it ever happens, it's certainly not what we saw in the first two weeks. The Falcons, I think they respond after what happened last week. One thing this team has done under Dan Quinn They kind of bounce, but just when you think they're done, they show you a little something. I think they give you a good effort this week at home. I'm sensing a family wager, Fleegs, with you, Harris, and myself on the Atlanta Falcons this week. What do you say? Yeah, but maybe we buy it down to two and a half or three. Well, if we could get three, we have three right now because the line we are going by, which is thanks to our friends over at BetMGM, is at three. So guess what? We're getting it at three. That's it. We're getting on BetMGM. We're getting it at three, and away we go, all right? That sounds like a gift to me. Let's go. There you go. So for Fleegs, he is rolling with Indianapolis laying 11.5. Washington plus 7.5. The Steelers going against me, laying the four. The Chargers laying 6.5, and and the Falcons laying three. For Harris Allen, who's coming off a very good week, Atlanta laying the three. The Bengals plus the five. Arizona laying 5.5. Green Bay plus the three. Heads up with me with Kansas City plus three and a half. And for yours truly, in need of a good week, Texans plus four. Cowboys plus five. Ravens laying three and a half. Pats laying five and a half. And the Falcons laying three. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.